Alright guys, we need to come down from that laughter and back into the depths of the Badlands. Could each of you please roll a 20-sided polyhedral uh, die? Ooh, I got a 17. Me. Thank you, Dice. Because I don't you... remember what's happening. Man, oh god, go with I got an 8. I'm gonna, I might I... have to describe this. Chatter's been doing so many recaps lately. Yeah. I got a 16. I got, I got a 15. Okay, so instead of Chowder, Chowder, I'm getting a potential out here. Do you remember what happened? last time i i legit don't actually okay uh, i'll tell you what guys let me see here well i rolled a d20 just for funsies i would like you all to guess what i got a one 20 all right that's pat guess. a 20 20 a 20 10 it was a one. I got an at one. So you know what? I will be the one descending Mount Laughter here, given that I uh, actually prepared for this fucking session. So previously on Dice Populi, what happened was uh, after emerging from the tear and uh, joining up with the crew of the sort of damaged liberty you guys assigned roles throughout the ship we now have mave as a de facto captain being assisted by jetta and dennis in overseeing the crew Locke has taken on the role of the ship's bosun and is helping manage sort of the day-to-day, -day, the technical, the repairs, all that stuff, while Colt is uh, assisting with navigation, using his uh, very keen mind to, not the perk, not the feet, to uh, read the map, chart courses, and make sure everyone stays on track. Uh, you guys sailed the ship through a, a whirlpool because Locke was like, hey, we got to learn how to do this anyway, and it went bad. It didn't, it was a bad whirlpool experience, and after that you make it to the black tide hideout and with your practice you manage to have a good whirlpool experience before docking at the black tide hideout expecting a warm welcome from tony lyons instead you got a sort of rabbledy band of folks there aren't a lot of ships there's maybe like two dozen people here all together of people claiming they're with the black tide but not recognizing you or what you're doing there and it ends with them trying to lock you in the same cell that Locke was locked in that was fun to say before in Locked and Loaded. This is a nightmare sentence. <laughs> and then Locke knocks them down and says, where the fuck is Tony Lyons? And that's where we left it. Classic us. Speecy spicy. Speecy spicy. So it is weird. This is the I think this is the first time we've had the DM recap. And now there's not really an, a, a normal transition into the episode proper, is there? So I guess we just got to fucking bite the rind and dive right in. I will not bite Ryan. That's not very nice. <laughs> Ryan's up eating today. We got to keep him in check with little noms here with and there. No Give him a little munch munch. Uh, I don't know if that's going to make me less uppity. <laughs> I don't know if that has a calming effect. <laughs> Weird, I just walked out of D&D session and I have like teeth marks all over my ankles. It was bad. Man, so. I have all these teeth marks on my ass. I'm so <laughs> calm now. <laughs> okay, cool. Got that out. We're good. <laughs> Did we though? No. I'm glad no, you got I'm the teeth be... out of his ass. <laughs> like I people trying to literally eat my ass over here. Um so the way you blat the A on ass, you make it sound like such a wide A in my ass. It's just my really ass. So it's a wide A. Go ahead. All right. I with with the recap, I think I remember what happened. Um Good. Are, we are still like in that kind of standoff, correct? Where we're like correct. in the, in in the prison cell and yes. they're like kinda sorta trying to like sneakily close it, and we've been like, we're gonna murder 
murder all of you if you do that. And they're like, no. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. Uh, so we left off with call. You didn't notice what was going on. So you're the deepest into the cell. Uh, but Locke and Jetta busted that door right open. The lead cockney guy that's been yelling at you is on the floor and he has about four or five other people behind him in the hall blocking your exit. I mean, whoa. Are they, oh, wait, are they trying to lock us inside? Colt says to anybody that is listening. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it later, Colt. They already tried to do that, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you, you see Colt start to rub his hands together and there's like a little bit of smoke coming up. <laughs> As he's prepping a fireball. The cockney guy on the ground notices and says, You don't want to do that when you're in a place not entirely under your control now, isn't it? You're going to be finding yourself in a right lot of trouble if you don't settle down and stay in that cell. Okay, um, here's what I want to do. Yes, I want to cast. Trigger. I want to cast lightning lore. Oh, okay. Basically, it's... The thing, lore of lightning? Thorn whip, but it's electric. Uh... The idea is to like bring him over to me so that I can then just put a dagger up to his throat and be like, have a hostage. Okay, what kind of stuff do I have to roll against this? With lightning lure, it is a strength saving throw or be pulled up to 10 feet in a straight line towards you. Okay, okay you're definitely within 10 feet of this guy. Let me roll a strength save. Uh, that'll be a 17 total. That beats it. Okay, so you swing out your lightning lure at the fellow after he threatens you and he quickly bats it away by drawing a scimitar. And it just fully deflects the whip and it recedes back into your hand, however you would like to visualize that. So we can visualize the space which we are inside. How big is this room? And like, is there hallways and stuff? Like, where are there's like a, is there like a ton of people like following us into this room? Is it just a handful? There are about five people blocking your exit from the room with the cells. Pat, would mm -hmm. you mind lending me some of your insight to the specific dimensions of the room? Yeah, so it's like there are, because hmm. I remember there being multiple cells right there was so the, there's the, one the scanner glasses there's one door in there's a big table in the center of the room and then one wall has two cells because that's the one that has the door in it and then another wall has one and then there's three cells on the other wall and then another one so it's like yeah. a so three big, cell by one cell Empty gotcha. space for you to fight in right now. So it's a pretty big room, but there are going to be cell walls, bars, and a table in the middle. So there's not exactly a good feng shui here, I would say. It's going to be messy. It's going to be messy. Uh, DM, would it be possible for me to angle the fireball in such a way, because I can't actually see the room, um, that it would hit our five uh, dum-dums and it would miss us or would I be toasting everybody? Uh, you are all in pretty close quarters, so if you fire from right now, you are inside a cell. The cell's not locked, but you're inside a cell, and they're standing by the exit door. So if you fire at them from where you are, you will be having to thread it through the bars. And what's the range of effect, the area of effect on a fireball? Uh, it's 20 feet radius, but that's the beautiful thing about a fireball. It just goes where I want it to. Okay, cool. There's so, no yeah, you aimed it, component. It, it does spread around corners, though, which I think would imply it goes yeah, through so bars. You, if you hit them directly, it will probably hit you. Uh, if you move if away you like, or you hit behind them, maybe, but you are definitely in blast radius. Yeah, just like aim it at the back of the Yeah, group. I'm just going to aim it past them then so they get hit with the ass end of it. But yeah, like this is, you know, I, I think we I think we've figured out that Tony Lyons is not here. So I'm going to cast mm -hmm. fireball and I'm going to aim All it right. in such a way that they're going to get the ass end of it trying to avoid us. Hell yeah. So you're going to go ahead and do that. I'm actually going to roll some 
You're, you're trying to thread it through. Yeah, them. they need a 17 dexterity saving throw, please. Okay, there's going to be only roll five of those. That is a four. That and is a 17. That is a two. That is a one. So one of them manages to dodge four. Actually, wait, no, let me roll one more. Yeah, so the guy in front that just deflected the whip manages to somersault around the table and away from the fireball, but the other four take how much damage, Ryan? 27 points of damage, please. Ooh, uh, and that's then the a guy crispy that, damage read. And then the guy that dodged takes half. So was it 13, I guess? Unless he has the evasion feed. Oh, yeah, but... unless he has evasion. Yeah, if this guy, I, I think just going off of the logic in my head, if that guy is taking half damage. He's right next to Locke and Jetta. Uh, so Locke and Jetta are also going to take half of 27. Well, so so what happens is, is that he dodges out of the way, but like he's dodging out of the sphere. Like he moved quickly enough. So you take half damage because he moved. Uh, I, I understand that. But because Locke and Jetta are right next to where this guy is, I will, I will have to say they're still within like range of how this is affecting. If I'm going to count it against this guy, I have to count it against them. I do have evasion. So okay. do I take zero damage. Uh, tell me how evasion works. I do not know. Then if I succeed in a saving throw, I just take zero damage instead of the half damage. It's only for dex saves, but yeah. This is a dex save. This is a dex save. Jetta, roll a uh, dex save anyway, just to see if you take no damage. Okay. 19 plus my dexterity. Yeah, that, that beats it. Because my sa my Yeah, I take zero damage. The fireball explodes behind everybody else, uh, dealing a tremendous amount of damage to and igniting the four pirates in the hallway, causing them to roll around, scream, try to get themselves out of harm's way uh, as they recover from the attack. Locke and the Cockney Man take 13 points of dam damage and Jetta takes none. So- Sorry, Locke. That's okay. The, the Cockney guy pulls up his sword and is going to start screaming, they're trying to get out! They're trying to get out! And uh, starts clanging his sword against the bars to make as loud an alarm sound as he can. Uh, are we doing initiative uh, now or? Yeah, yeah, what's the, what's the dealie? Uh, that's a good call. Yeah, sorry. I hate initiative so much. I always try to avoid it. But yeah, go ahead. I mean, I'm fine with getting rid of initiative and you just letting us go first. That'd be totally fine with me. Do quest rules. Yeah, I'm just handing it over to you. Let's do it. All right, cool. I'm going to just start swinging my halberd at this bitch. <laughs> Okie dokes. And I start swinging. You start right. swinging. Um, so first attack is going to be a 27. Oh, wow. A 19 for the second one. Okay. He starts... <laughs> He starts banging his scimitar on the on the wall, screaming, they're trying to get hit because you have immediately murdered this man. There's no question. He's oh, dead. Okay. Absolutely. Completely dead. And the rest of you are now left looking at the four other folks that are well, alive, but not really able to fight back easily. Did I kill him with the first attack? Uh, no, you killed him with the second. Okay, good. Because I was going to feel real bad about that. Yeah, uh, no. I'm also going to action search. <laughs> Fuck. And then uh, is there a way that I can line up my breath weapon to hit the rest of the dudes? <sighs> yeah. Yeah, you can do that. Why are, are you so, why you sound so sad? <laughs> Uh, I'm just realizing, like, I put all these people in prone in the same spot. Of course, Glock's going to use his breath weapon. Uh, make a deck save. They're Your all disadvantage on this. 13. Okay, let's see. Let's do one. 
Fail. Fail. Ooh. Fail. Fail. All four of them failed. Where's Maeve right now? Maeve's in the room with you guys. Yeah, Maeve's just kind oh, of okay. back in like the mm -hmm. back of the cage, just like, what the fuck are you guys doing right now? Kind just of hanging thing. out with Colt and like, got not again. <laughs> it's not even hanging out. It's just like, you know, seeing all the flames and stuff, you know how she feels about fire and all that. Yeah, she loves that Whoa. shit. She fucking loves it. So Lucky she's kind of. This is a lightning breath weapon. I, you know, that makes me feel so much better, but she's kind of <laughs> frozen in place right now, like some kind of deja vu. This, yeah, uh, tri trips to this hideout have not gone well for you guys. Anyway, continue. <laughs> the rest of them take 14 lightning damage, and then that's my turn. Okay, so... Okay, so they're all still alive, but they are on fire and electrocuted, so they're just sort of writhing on the ground as they just slowly burn oh, to death. I didn't realize extra attack turned into three attacks when I had 11. Whoops. Oh, wow. That's, are that's any of pretty, them that's pretty in fucked range up. for another attack? <laughs> Yeah, I, I still I, have yeah. one. I mean, you could uh, move yeah. in between attacks. True. I'm just going to go attack I think, the nearest dude. I think seeing all of this uh, happen, Maeve is just going to be like, 27. guys, guys, stop, please. So, Locke, you are readying another attack in the middle of your turn as Maeve pleads for you to stop. How do you react? It's, it's already done. You rolled for damage already. That's how it is. I do I do like the kind of, like, narrative of Locke being like, oh, I think I got another one in me, and just yeah. <laughs> just like, stab oh, wow, I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, you guys did level up after communing with Lema, and uh, you are feeling so fucking invigorated and also angry. Uh... So, Locke, well, what attack are you doing and on which like, people? Um, so, I can only do one extra attack after I already attacked the dude, yeah. the Cockney boy. Mm -hmm. uh, so, whichever one is closest to me, I'm assuming they're probably, like, yeah, on the Yeah, they're kind ground. of in a line, more or less. They're just yeah. scattered, but one of them's definitely within movement range for you. Are you just going to hit him with your halberd? Yeah, I'm just going to, like, swing my halberd over my head and <laughs> come down on them. And then, like, after that, I guess I'll whip my head back to me. Yeah. Whip my so, head. this is pretty grisly. And I, I also do like the idea that Jetta has, like, at every thing Locke has done has also tried to jump in and be like, I want to do this. I want to help. I want to say something. But Locke is just bang, 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 attacking so fast. Nobody has a chance mm. to interject, like <laughs> dominating the situation. So Jetta, you're sitting there. And for the, the second time this week, you watch as Locke's weapon comes down on the head of this burning electrocuted man and splits his skull, creating once again a grisly image. And you are confronted with the fact that the people you're you're trying to explore this world with and discover your heritage with, they talk a lot about trying to save people. But this is two pretty explicit nasty murders in a row. I'm not talking about whether it's justified, but it's oh the same God. image as Cult beating Kahootek to death. So I didn't. I was a polite strangling. The episode um, has been released, Ryan. You can go listen to it. It's. I trimmed out some of the details, and it's pretty grisly. I'm the. Vo I'm vengeance. What can I say? <laughs> I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Anyways, so uh, Locke has murdered this man. There are three more uh, lying on the ground in front of him as he whips around to you, Maeve. But you do hear the clamoring of people outside, the drawing of weapons, alarms beginning to ring. You don't know what's going on in this base, but whatever's going on, it's on high alert. What do you all uh, do? I will give priority to Jetta and Maeve for reactions here because they have not been able to react in this uh, session. Shit, there's going to be so many people here. 
I'm gonna then use disguise self to turn myself into the cockney dude. Okay, you do that, and you are now standing right above the dead cockney fellow that you are imitating. Do you do anything else? Uh, I, I yell to Colt, Colt, hide the body, and then I yell out, oh, we have two traitors! I'm gonna and like point at the <laughs> still alive dudes. I'm gonna do it the best way I know how, and I am probably gonna make them into zombies. So there, what? There's four dead bodies. There are there are two dead bodies, and three of them are still alive, writhing on the ground. Perfect. I'm just gonna cast just a regular plain old third level raise dead or whatever. And I have that special ability where I get to like do an extra. I get a little extra. Um, and they're just going to be zombies. That is going to be little zombie boys. I just needed you to hide the cockney guy to make them. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so you said, Jenna, you scream, <laughs> we got to hide. We got to hide the bodies. And then the body stands up next to you. No, no, no. Go <laughs> this over is that the corner. opposite of hiding. Wait, no, cockney. I'm going to call you cockney from now on. Cockney, go, go stand in that cell in a corner. And... <laughs> And the grumbling somehow still sounds angrily British as he walks into the cell and bonks into the into the bars. The other one is still on fire and the flesh begins to like melt and bubble and drip off as the clothes peel back. So a half naked, half melty zombie is standing over the other three dying folks. This is going to shit real fast, man. You were just commanded. Ten, ten minutes ago, ten, maybe ten minutes ago, you were commanding this crew, and this is what's happening now. It's maybe, like it's Giles, pretty much. I, 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 need, I, I need you to put out the fire. Oh. Wait, I'm good at starting fires. I can't really. I'm trying to blow on it, but it seems to be adding. This is, to this it. is literally Troy walking into the room, and everything is just <laughs> yeah, yeah, on fire. This is awful. Timeline immediately. Um, yeah, I wish I had a way to put out fires, but instead I think I'm just gonna polymorph into a parrot and perch onto <laughs> Jetta's shoulder. You know, as one does, okay. I'm just gonna parrot my way out of this problem. Maeve has decided to succumb to the madness. <laughs> I'm just like, alright, might as well just... <laughs> I was drinking when you did that. <laughs> Okay, you guys have become the pirate crew you've always aspired to be, apparently, and you hear the troops rallying outside the door. Now, Jetta, you don't know your way around this place, but the other three of you kind of do. You know that you can come out the way you came in, though there are people in the way there. You know that there is a way into the sewer pipes and you could swim out and escape through the back the same way you entered during Locked and Loaded. But you also never fully explored this facility. There are several stories above you, and you don't really know what's up there. So broadly speaking, those are kind of the three directions that you are aware of to proceed, escape, whatever you want to do. But you still don't know what's going on in this space. What do you do? Uh, well, I'm going to open the door that the troop, the rally troops are all behind and be like, Oi, never mind. It's we got the traitors. <laughs> Okay, like, uh, see see those guys? I, I point to, like, Lockmave and Colt. They're okay. They were here to, to help us with the with the traitors, the narcs. Uh, and then I point to the guys on the ground burning. Those guys. Ah, Mage Lord. Don't trust them. Don't trust anything they say. Uh, I'd like you to roll uh, persuasion. And I'm gonna give you advantage because of the pirate squat, the parrot squawking. That was good. I like that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, <Tord>. <laughs> uh, 
it's a good thing you gave me advantage. That first one was an eight. Oh boy. Nat 20, baby. Let's go. I'm going to roll a few insight rolls on their behalf. And if I get a 20 on any of them, let's see what happens. Nope. Colin, just so you know, I don't nope. have a parrot stat block. Um, so I just kind of assumed that I could do that, but I'm looking at an eagle for reference, just so you're Okay, right. yeah, it's fine. Yeah, just... That's a super parrot. Cut everything in half, except <laughs> double your charisma. <laughs> double your charisma and intelligence. Parrots are very smart. That's true. I mean, cool. so are eagles. They're just angie. So, Jetta, you have bought yourselves a little bit of time. What you've said is disarming and convincing enough that they... You see that they've already drawn flaming bows and arrows and are pointing them at you. And the alarms are still going on in the background. So you don't know if there's anyone else outside this room, but there are another eight people from the cafeteria that have uh, come to approach. There's just a big open wide hallway. You've got a little bit of time. I'm not going to say that they fully believe you, but I'm going to say that you have bought yourself a moment um, where they are not going to attack because they're trying to figure out if you're telling the truth. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, you know, uh, lock those guys up or kill them. I don't really care. And uh, we're just going to go off and do more business. <laughs> business. And then, like, I uh, wa uh, walk off. Like, I'm doing a fast walk because I want to get out of there as soon as possible. And, you know, I'm, like, urging the others. Come on, guys. Huh? lord. <laughs> do you guys follow? Yeah, I guess. Sure. I'm going to yes and this. Okay, cool. So you guys begin to follow Jetta toward them. They're all still a little twitchy. Uh, I'm actually gonna roll two, three. Uh, okay, so you guys are walking towards the group of eight and one of the archers, as you all exit the room, is now able to see past the people burning to death and looks into the cell and sees a zombie of their former leader, whom Jetta looks a lot like, standing there bonking into the bars and saying, Oi, what's that back there? You want to tell me what that is? And everybody draws their arrows again. Again, not sure exactly what's going on, but on a high defense and urging you to stop at uh, arrow point and sword point. Just, can you paint the scene real quick? Like, are they ahead of us, correct? They're coming from the cafeteria, which you walked by, and you were led in from the front entrance through the cafeteria into the cells. So they're blocking the entrance that you just came from. If you go the other way down the hall, you could try to make your way back down to the sewers, but you're probably about 20 30 feet away from the folks in front of you now 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 let's let's we, we can we can talk this out i'm gonna cast fireball again okay uh you're gonna <laughs> cast fireball i using am using mine staff run and i <laughs> fucking book it as you cast fireball um i'm gonna let you cast that but then it's fully their turn so go ahead i'm gonna make uh deck saves for all of them let me actually yeah, just do this digitally this so this be, is uh, dexterity saving throw of 17. so i'm using for the staff so it's a fifth level fireball Okay, yeah. so 10d6. 10d6. Are you rolling that, uh, Colin? Yeah, 8d20 to see Are if they survive. Are y'all still mad at me for giving him this staff? Because I'm pretty happy right now. I don't know, man. Okay, so we <clears> have 14, 14, 9, 8, 7, 6, 6, Got him tingling with, with Angie. That is a really good uh -oh. roll. That's an amazing okay. roll. For a grand total of 46 damage if they <laughs> failed. Mm -hmm. uh, half that if they succeeded. Yes. It's a toasty one. It's a roasty toasty one. Okay. Uh, what was the, what did they have to uh, beat again? It's a 17. Um, I'm playing this adventure a lot more by the book than I've done my other ones. <laughs> They all die immediately. 
As you're firing the fireball, um, four of them are loosing their arrows at you. And they get incinerated by the fireball. Cause it's like in a in a first person shooter, you shoot at the same time, you can both die. Um, because the explosion happens at them and you're out of range of the explosion. So the arrows would reach you before And uh, only at, part of the arrow would be incinerated. The the pointy yeah. bit does not get Yeah. So the pointy I'm gonna bit say that but the things that guide and straighten the arrow would be incinerated. So treat it like it's a shotgun and it could still hit you. So I'm gonna say that there's still gonna be four attack rolls made against you as you fire this. Uh, so let's see, we've got... Against me? Yeah, against you. There's this feels see you very up adversarial right now. Says the guy who just dropped 46 <laughs> damage in a fireball. It is Hold adversarial. They see, they're rolling damage, Ryan. You're not talking your way out of this one. This feels like, ah, uh, I don't like what Ryan did, so I'm Hold going on. to punish him. Oh, I love what Ryan did, but the guys that are being murdered don't. I feel like they wouldn't all be aiming at Ryan, though. Yeah, no, they, they, they see him fucking cast the thing. Uh, Ryan, what's your AC? Uh, 18. 18? None of them hit anyway. So you, ca you cast the fireball. It explodes. Everybody in there is splattered, scattered, moved all over the place, and the arrows just splat and it lodge themselves into the areas all around you. You take a moment, you all check yourself for holes, for injuries, and you're fine. This is going great, or horribly, depending on your feelings on this. So, I mean, is everybody good? I'm good, that's fine. There's like, I notice holes, there's like holes in my cloak. <laughs> like it's like that yeah. Pulp Fiction moment where like there's like yeah. holes in my jacket. Um, so is everybody, that was, I think that went good. I'd like to fly onto Colt's shoulder and and then peck him on the side of the head. No, thank you, Maeve. Uh, I know I did a great job. That was an amazing fireball. I have a question. Go ahead. Can you cast invisibility on yourself? Yes, you can. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because it just says a creature you touch. And I was like, yeah. can I just touch myself? Yeah, you're so, yeah you can do it yourself. <laughs> okay. Yeah, do, touch yourself. I touch myself. I touch myself. What do you guys want to do? Like, you want to... Like, just leave or, like, figure out what happened to this Tony Lyons fella. Uh, I'm going to... You don't have to keep the voice up. They're all yeah. dead. Yeah, they're all dead. You don't have to do the voice anymore. As much I, as I, I love it. It's a great character choice. I, I As you're it. saying that, you guys do hear footsteps uh, rattling through the communication pipe. So you don't know where they're coming from, but you know there are people mobilizing. All right. You guys just go back to the ship. I'll find out what happened to Tony and I'll meet you there. That sounds like a terrible idea, Locke. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I could help you with that. Um, I feel like you could. I don't want to put you guys in danger. This is clear not gone to plan and this was my idea i need to take responsibility for this we don't leave a friend behind Locke. and also i am fucking roasting these guys also i don't think you can disguise yourself <laughs> as these guys lead how many dead people are in front of us by the bt dubs uh you have um eight in front of you and five behind more zombies, baby. I am going to cast Dance Macabre. <laughs> no, and I'm no, going to turn no. them all. Oh, how many? You said it was eight? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay, so five of them are going to become uh, zombies, and I'm just going to send them forward. Well, that's downright Macabre. No, no, this will just make it harder for us to. Okay, I guess we're doing this. Desecrating the dead. <laughs> that is a fifth level spell. Right. I just want to say, I love. I love Jetta's voice. Like her yeah, trying to do the bad, the bad accent. <laughs> yeah. No, it's good. I'm having... This guy self doesn't do voices. I'm having a blast. Anyways. <laughs> All right. 
Well, if if you guys are going to stick around, then just let me go first, at least. No, no, no. That's the reason that I made the undead. They will, there will be the pathfinders for us. Okay. Onward. Where are you guys going? You going out? You going out the uh, sewer? Or are you going upstairs? My plan was to go to Kizo's office and see. Pipes? Uh, you know that it's not down here. It might be upstairs. Yeah. Pipes? I mean, is that I know where it is. Oh. <laughs> I like this. <laughs> I like this is, a lot. Is Maeve as a bird going, brah, pipes? Brah, pipes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think this bird on my shoulder thinks says something about pipes, Locke. I'd like to smack him with my wing and then land on Locke's shoulder. <laughs> it's a very, very angry bird. Where's Maeve? <laughs> if we if we could go to the pipes, we could, we could maybe try to get a message to Tony, but I feel like... Also, did you say, where's Maeve? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he didn't see this happen. Yeah, I never, I was not paying attention when you turned into a bird. <laughs> I mean, I was, but Cult was yeah, not. Yeah, clearly. We never leave a friend behind. Where's Maeve? <laughs> exactly. He doesn't want to leave her behind. Um, well, so we don't even know if Tony's here. What I do think we should do is we should uh, murder every single person in here. They're obviously bad people, and they are pirates, and we left them to live last time, and they now fester. I'll take that silence as a yes. Let's do it. These, you beat these guys, and then you just let them keep doing what they were doing. That was the general idea when we left here. I did not think it was a great idea, but uh, Locke trusted Tony. We killed their leader, and we left Tony behind to fix the Black Tide. Something clearly went wrong with that plan, and now I have brought us back into this situation with my assumption that everything was hunky-dory, and that we you just swing by and pick up Tony Lyons all willy-nilly, which is why I don't want to put you guys in danger. As soon as you say that, an arrow lodges itself in your shoulder, and you are going to take... Bop, bop, bop. You're going to take four damage. Your scaly skin, your leather armor protects you just a little bit, but it is unmistakable that you have been shot by an arrow, and there is another group of five people coming from the other side of the cafeteria. Having descended the stairs, you heard them approaching through the pipes, and they are upon you, attacking. If you have reactions, you may use them, but it is their turn. I rip the arrow out of my arm and just go, son of a bitch! Yeah, okay, so you do that. And, and just to make uh, sure, the, the zombies are ahead of us, so they're going to hit zombies, zombies before they... Like, melee, yes. they come into melee, they're going to hit zombies before they hit yes, us. Yes, absolutely. Uh, they're not going to shoot the zombies right off the rip because they don't really understand that they're zombies. They recognize their friends. So the ones shooting are going to try to shoot at you. So did I just say there are five of them here. So one of them has attacked Locke. Uh, another one uh, shoots at a Cult with an 18. Does that hit? I'm going to cast shield. Okay. And I'm going to protect myself. Okay. That raises your AC by five, correct? Yes. They, they right, wouldn't so. recognize them as zombies, even though full body, fourth degree burn. They're still fresh, though. They look injured and, like, disoriented. I In the two seconds they've been looking out here, I don't think they're like, oh, wow, they killed them and turned them into zombies. That's kind of a leap. After Locke rips the arrow from his shoulder, Cult, you definitely deflect another one. Jeddah does an 18 hit. Yes. All right. You take... 
Seven damage, one more, let's see. And two of them move toward Locke again, and they whiz right by Locke's ears and Parrot Maeve, just missing both of you and lodging into the area behind them. So these folks have launched their attacks, but you are all aware now that there are five people attacking you on the other side of this horde of undead that Cult has summoned. It is your turn. I'm gonna like whisper to uh, Locke, you think if you like took me hostage, they'd... <laughs> Fall for it. It's worth a fucking shot. And then I, I was just. I love this. I'll energy. put my halberd like up to Jetta's throat and grab them by the hair. Wait, it's a good question. Did they try and shoot Jetta? Uh, they they shot at the group. I rolled an attack okay. against Jetta just because of your close proximity. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Oi, oi! Not 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 so hard on the hair there. Everybody, drop your weapons. You heard him. Drop your weapons. I don't. I'm not looking to die. They all start twerking immediately. <laughs> Everybody drop it like it's hot. The five of them are looking, at, they, they begin to drop their weapons, but they do notice that the rest of them, the rest of the fucking people in here are not responding to your commands either. And they're not attacking you. They're finally starting to see that these aren't their friends and there's something wrong with them. So after a second, you see some of them complying and dropping their weapons. But unless you take another action, one of them is going to recognize that something is seriously wrong and shout out, you need to look around at our friends. This isn't our friends. What have they done to them? And keeps his weapon up, uh, inspiring. In fact, using the shape up, you dog reaction to uh, inspire its other people. This is part of the stat block. Using the what shape up, you dog. Pirate captain, baby. What? So, this is news to me. I gotta look this up. Yeah, no, it's funny. Uh, using this to uh, as a reaction that comes right after they miss their attacks is going to use it to, just to convince everybody else to keep their weapons up so they do not respond uh, to your gambit. Wait, what What version of Pirate Captain are you using? I'm just, I just searched it on D&D Beyond. Shape up you dog twice a day whenever a friendly creature within 30 feet of the captain that can hear it misses with an attack. The captain can yell perilous threats to allow that creature to reroll the attack roll. I'm using Pirate Captain as the stat block for most of these folks. I don't know. I've never, I've never seen that before. Yeah, it's fun. All right, plan B. I cast Pyrotechnics. Okay. okay. Thick black smoke spreads from a, the target in a 20-foot radius. It has a range of 60 feet, moving around corners. The area smoke is heavily obscured. The smoke persists for one minute or until a strong wind disperses it. I'm gonna cast the smoke in, like, the enemy group so that, like, they all can't see anything anymore. Absolutely. They now have limited visibility as a plume of smoke erupts from the ground, giving you guys the cover to move without being shot at again. Knowing that they have readied their arrows, they may still attack, um, but they cannot see you. Now's a chance! <laughs> Let's run! Let's, this is yeah. the best voice in the whole fucking podcast. Yeah, at least you keep this forever. <laughs> this is good. This is great. This, I love this. They are blocking the exit to the stairs, so if you want to ascend and, like, look at the offices and stuff, you'll have to go past them and through the smoke cloud. I mean, I'm sending the zombies forward to attack okay. regardless of what we do otherwise, but... Sure. Yeah, you do that. You send the horde into the smoke cloud. Uh, I would like you... There were eight of them. If you just want to, like, roll a group attack or something on behalf of all of them, I can resolve that. 18 plus zombie, which I don't think is a high. Uh -uh. That's my bad for not having a zombie always up. Um, I should know better. <laughs> it is a 21 total to hit. Yeah, so you send the zombies into the cloud. Could you just roll damage? Again, a single roll, flat damage for all the zombies attacking. It would be like bite or something, right? That would be the attack? Yeah, they, they punch. Uh, okay. It would be three points of damage as they slap them handily. Yes. So, as Jetta suggests you guys uh, proceed, Cult orders the zombies into the smoke cloud, and you get 
begin to hear clanging and slapping as a scuffle ensues, I'm going to similarly roll a flat uh, attack roll in retaliation on behalf of the five pirates. Holy fuck, that was bad. And uh, you just hear thuds and thwacks as the swords uh, bounce off the zombies, pierce flesh, but don't really hurt them, like stop them in their way. And there's essentially like a cartoon style scuffle of actually a cloud of dust and smoke with swords and fists swinging in and out of it. <laughs> uh, literally, that's what you guys have done. Uh, and you know that you can probably proceed past these guys without incurring an attack of opportunity because they are engaged in combat already. Let's go, go, go! At Jetta's command and at Maeve's squawk, you guys head up the stairs, I guess. Yeah, I guess. We, <laughs> I guess you will avoid this combat, I guess. You guys ascend the stairs, and you have seen this compound from the outside. It is a pretty tall building. This is less of an enclosed space and more sort of an open air where on the outside of the tower, there are balconies with ballistas and, and other mounted armaments. You see there are stairs to go up. It's literally just a giant open part of the building that leads out into patios on all sides. Uh, you can continue up, but you also notice that most of these ballistas are manned and pretty far away from you. Each, like, edge of the balconies with the armaments is, like, eh, maybe 150 plus feet away. Like, are Big they spot. capable of being pointed at us? Does it look like that is a thing that could happen? You don't know that just yet, but you see they are manned and they are there. Oh, mm Mm -hmm. mm. Move! <laughs> I don't have invisibility prepared, so we're just gonna keep going up, right? Uh, let's see. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. let's keep going up, I guess. Please. Okay, <laughs> I would like everybody. Uh, I would like everybody to make an athletics check for me. Oh, why? <laughs> well, not not Maeve, because Maeve, you're on someone's shoulder. Oh man, six, four, right, six, four, thirteen, thirteen. Okay. Um. So. As you guys are running, you see another staircase leading upstairs and you make your way to it. The rickety wood beckons you to climb ever upward as the people on the ballistas begin to scream out that their targets have made it to them and it's time to fight back. You don't run at the highest of speeds. You're sort of in an awkward situation with the disguise. Some of you having been shot, carrying a parrot on your shoulder and that does give them time to reorient uh, three ballistas towards you guys. 23 against Locke. That's a hit. Natural 20 against uh, Jetta. This could be Damn rugged. Oh, wow. Another natural 20 against Call. What the fuck what is the happening? Fuck? What no. the fuck is happening? Bullshit. So here we go. You guys are running up the stairs and the three ballistas reorient towards you guys. As the ballistas fire at you, this one massive bolt flies past you and it hits you across the midsection, glancing off and hitting uh, the ground behind you. But you take 11 damage. This has torn through you pretty hard. Cult and Jetta, you are struck a little more directly on your on your limbs and you are each going to take 22 damage. Oh boy, it ain't looking good, folks. As the, the bolt hits Locke, I'm going to fall off his shoulder and then I'm going to lose concentration on the parrot so that I just okay. kind of appear in the space too. Seeing as everybody okay. failed, I might as well join you guys. Yeah. No, you're here. Everybody has been struck by the artillery, and Maeve, you return 
uh, to your tiefling form. Uh, I would say it is now squarely your turns. You have run, they have attacked. What does the group do next? How far uh, away are they? It is like 300 feet across in either direction. It's pretty big, so it would you, none of you, I believe, have the movement to get to them. They're each like 150 feet away, but you are at the base of the stairs to ascend. Yeah, so if we go up the stairs, would that give us cover? Yes. Then that's what Maeve is gonna do. She's gonna just try to start to corral everyone, like, up the stairs, up the stairs, as she coughs up a feather. It's a little hard with a fucking ballista in your leg. You'll be fine. Move, move, move. Uh, before anything else, I would like to use my second wind. Okay. What does second wind do again? <laughs> it gives me 1d10 plus 11 HP. Okay, cool. Uh, roll it. Yeah. Damn. Slash roll. 1d10 plus 11. Fuck you. I mean, still, better than nothing. I rolled a two. Uh, I mean, you got 13 back, right? Yes, but that is... Dog shit. Yeah, but that recovers all the health you lost. That recovers all the health you lost from the ballista shot, at least. Yeah, but I'm okay. So Maeve stands there, circling her arms, gesturing you guys up the stairs. Uh, Colt and Jetta, you hobble, and Locke brings up the rear, um, grabbing his side. (laughs) Eat his ass. Uh, Locke grabs his side (laughs) to brace himself uh, from uh, against the harm he just took recovering himself and uh, escorts Maeve up the stairs behind them. Ballistas take a long time to reload, so you are free and clear from those specific things and on the next floor of the building. This is a more typical enclosed space with winding hallways uh, and various offices, but you know you're nearing the top of the compound. What do you do? Are there any windows where you can look out? Yes, uh, plenty. Uh, if you if you hug around the outside, you there are like open, like not glass, not portholes, just open spots yeah. you can look down from. I'd love to try to stick my head through a window and try to see what's going on below us. Roll for a ballista. You do that, and you see the ballistas are still being reloaded below you, which is the first thing you see, May, when you poke your head over. Mm-hmm. But they're not done yet, so you have a second to breathe as everybody is screaming and barking. They're up there! They're climbing! Don't let them get away! And as you look down, you see this place is, I mean, you notice it on the way in, not fully staffed. There are three ships in all the docks, and you can see it very clearly. This place is pretty enclosed, but that's all there is. There's three ships. They're not manned, and you see people running out of the building to get to the ships. Uh, I'd like you to roll perception, though. Let's do it. That is a two plus one, three. <laughs> so with a two plus one, your focus is drawn to the movement of the individuals. Uh, you understand that whatever's going on here, you guys have already killed 13 people uh, and you've taken some pretty heavy hits yourself, but you don't get the sense that there are a lot more people here than that. Certainly less than you left when you left Tony Lyons here to reclaim the Black Tide. Okay, cool. First, I'm gonna just uh, finally dispel disguise self. Jetta, you return to yourself uh, with an arrow in your chest and a gaping ballista wound in your leg. Oi, look, I mean, <laughs> uh, hey, look, <laughs> look. Uh, so it. like, where's this place you're taking us? Where, where's this Kizo's office? Where where would Tony, Tony, Tony be? Lock, you would know it is one floor above you. It's, it's just up another flight of stairs. All right, let's get there quick and then get the fuck out out of here. I don't want to be here anymore, man. It sucks here. <laughs> people, I, I keep seeing blood and gore. It's really unpleasant. Yep, you get used to it. I don't want to, but anyways, let's go. I take Jetta by the shoulders. You don't really have a choice. <laughs> you just you just gotta keep moving, and this, this is the hand that you're dealt, okay? So you just kind of work with it. Yes, just like how they, their hand was dealt that they were Cole, dying not, not in a now. fire. Cole, what? No, just, what? 
Keep walking. Go. Fire, fire, fire is a very clean way of death. There's very little blood, very little gore. It's all just turned to ash. I audibly roll my eyes and keep walking forward <laughs> up the stairs. Let uh, I hobble up the stairs. Oh, you know what? You know, fine. Next time that we're about to get, you know, murdered, I guess I'll just very politely ask them not to. Let me cast a fifth level. Please don't kill me. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> call, as you like angrily rebuff Maeve's assertions here and, and get all defensive about the murderous things you've been doing, you catch a whiff of what smells like, I guess, humidity is the best way to describe it. As you climb the stairs and enter an aura of fog, you're stepping onto the next floor, but it is very hard to see, and the fog is very thick. You can't see where you're going. This fog is very thick, and we cannot see where we are going. I have one job, and it's to repeat this computer. <laughs> is it is it normal for there to be fog in a building? None of you saw clouds over the top of this compound. We'd call be like, hey, this seems like magic. Can you roll insight? Could it be an arcana? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. That makes sense for call. Alright, that's that's much better. It's a 24. Given the fact that you didn't see a cloud over the top of the compound and you step upstairs and suddenly it's a cloud, yeah, your spidey senses are tingling. There's some magic happening here. I sense magic here. Like weak sauce magic. Like, oh, I make a cloud. Like, fuck off, but still magic. <laughs> oh, Maeve, maybe they're going to ask us for forgiveness or something, or maybe they're going to ask us politely not to kill them. Um, Fifth level of forgiveness spell. Let, let me, me prep that real quick. Let me get my spell book. Is, is anybody here? I'm just going to call it out into the fog cloud. No response. Okay, cool. Uh, so even though your vision is obscured, there is light pouring through the fog. So you get the sense that this is another fairly open level of the building and not uh, like a fully enclosed windy hallway floor like you just ascended from. Uh, if I keep like a hand on the wall, can I try mm -hmm. to like go around the... I guess the the outside of the room to sure. try to get a sense of like what's around here. Maybe I can absolutely. see like what's directly in front of me. I don't know. Yeah, I'm absolutely. Gonna, I'm gonna cast invisibility on myself. Okay. To uh, lock and call. Do you want to take any other preparatory actions? Uh, I will also cast invisibility on myself. I do not okay. have invisibility prepared today, so I won't. Why don't you cast fireball on the cloud? <laughs> We knew you could fireball in the cloud. Oh my god. This, <laughs> this, this is the real battle right here. The sass-off between Maeve and Colt. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Maeve. Maybe you could ask the cloud very politely uh, to not be a cloud anymore. Because, you know, you're asking bandits and evil people to just not be evil anymore and just let us go on our little way. Hmm? Hmm? <laughs> Why don't you ask the cloud? I continue walking around the inside of the room. Did you prepare a groveling spell? Hmm? Call, hmm? What's your AC? 18. As you're um, yelling and, and griping at Maeve, you feel a bit of a burning sensation on your skin as a splash of acid bounces off the wall to your left that you were touching to guide yourself. You don't take any damage, but you're under attack. We're under attack. Somebody just tried to throw acid on me. Yeah, I'm not sure how, like, we can locate the source of the acid attack. You're invisible. You guys, like, yeah. you can move around. You're just still in the, in a in a sort of foggy area. So as long as you're in here, your vision's obscured. But yeah, but you and Locke are invisible. Uh, would I see anything as uh, I keep walking around the outside of the room? Uh, you can make a perception check, but you will have disadvantage because of the fog. Okay, this is a, that is a four for me. 
Okay, oh, four. Wow. So you so you guys hear the acid splash. You hear Colt say we're under attack. And Maeve, you look around frantically. You understand that you're getting closer to the light and maybe the edge of the fog as, as a result, but you don't really see anything concrete beyond that. Okay, I'm just going to keep moving towards that All right. direction. You keep moving. Uh, anybody else locking Colt uh, and Jetta? Any specific actions? I, no, yes, I'm just going to continue moving. Continue moving. Continue moving and try to like, walk out of this fog. Do you guys want to hold any actions? Because I know you can't see. If you guys want to like state that you're holding an action, I'll respect that. Otherwise, I'm going to treat stuff as like actual actions and reactions. Uh, I'm just going to use my action to move quicker. I'm okay. just going to move farther with my action. So after you scream, you're under attack. You bolt ahead. Are you going the same direction as Maeve toward the like the brighter edge, or are you going in a different direction? Yeah, I'm probably going to go towards the light. Okay. Yeah. So Maeve, as you're frantically looking around after Colt's call for an attack, Colt's uh, arm brushes right over the top of your head as he touches the wall and moves straight past you. Colt, uh, as you sprint looking around for an attacker, you step out onto the edge of this fog cloud and you see a balcony overlooking the area from an even higher vantage. Um, I'd like you to make a perception check for me. Oh, I'm super good at those. That's a nat one, baby. Okay, so actually, I for stuff like this, I roll my own, I just roll DCs so that I don't have to set them. And for this threshold, guess what I rolled? Also a natural one. <laughs> so you step out onto the balcony and you see that you have um, reached the top of this building. There are some tables next to you. You can tell like workstation people post up here, things like that. But what really catches your eyes down on the water below, there were the few ships docked and everything, but beyond the edge of the actual hideout itself, sort of enclosed in this massive, I guess, canyon. Coming from the same way you guys entered, from the Whirlpool, you see a ship bearing the black tide flag, bearing down on the location. And you hear a crackle nearby from a stone wrapped in copper wire sitting on that small little table that I was talking about. You hear a crackle as the ship approaches and you hear, all right, everybody, everybody in there, hang tight. It's me, it's Tony Lyons, I'm back and we're gonna kick these motherfuckers out of this building, all right? And your attention is drawn to the sending stone sitting right there through which Tony Lyons is communicating. Can we communicate through that too? Well, Lock Colt is the only one directly next to it. And right here though, Colt, I'm going to have you make a strength saving throw. Strength saving throw. A strength saving throw. It is an 11. <laughs> Colt, your spirits may be lifted, but your attention is cer certainly grabbed by the fact that Tony Lyons back. Whatever is going on here, you know you're not alone and support is incoming. But out of the corner of your eye, while you reach for the sending stone, you spot the pirate wizard that has been casting spells here as they complete their gust of wind, dissipating the fog cloud so everybody sees Cult get thrust over the balcony and off the side of the hideout.
You know who would have thought that was really funny? The queen. Yeah, the queen. Uh, <laughs> enforced mourning period, guys. Enforced mourning period. Well, okay, yes. Uh, Ryan, have you uh, surmounted the mountain of laughter? Yeah, okay. Cool. I imagine it would be very dusty. <laughs> um, <laughs> you got to blow the just, dust off first. It's go, like an old go, okay, book. We're, in yeah, a we're going to go at 410 now. Let's go at 410. Get the giggles out. <laughs> <laughs> we got 10 seconds. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. Matt, you giggled yourself Michael into Jackson more giggles. Type shit. Five, five seconds. Five seconds. <laughs> that five second period is the closest to force morning we're ever going to get on this show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right. You're, you're not wrong. I did. It's pretty <laughs> spot on. All right, guys. We need to come down from Mount Laughter and back into the depths of the Badlands. Good night.